What a, what a beautiful service. Uh, I'm blessed to be here. Uh, I also couldn't do it alone, uh, especially without God, number one. I couldn't do it without my wife as well. Amen. Uh, um, what a blessing. Amen. To be here. Um, and uh, I'm, just bl- I'm just touched and blessed to be here with everybody this morning. So I want to keep you too long. Amen. But uh, if you have your Bibles, turn with me to Luke chapter 2. And I'm going to read verses 25 through 35 in just a little bit. But um, how many know we serve a good God? He's, he, you know, in all my years, and I've been serving God over 40 years now. That's a good long time. Amen. And, uh, and I, I've come to this conclusion that he's a good God. Can I, can I get a witness in the house? Amen. And I, I've learned so much in my walk and in my experience, in my journey walking with God. And I've come to know that he is Elohim. He's the God of creation. I've come to understand that he is Jehovah, God of redemption and revelation. I've come to know that he is Adonai. He is my master. I began to know him as El Elyon, the most high God. I realized that he is El Olam, the everlasting, eternal God. That he is El Shaddai, the God who is almighty. That he is Jehovah Jireh, the Lord that will provide in every circumstance of my life. This is who I began to understand, the God that I serve. That he is Jehovah Nisseh. He is the Lord, my banner. Amen. That every place in my life, he will come and he will display and declare that he's the one that looks over my life that people can understand that he is the banner my Lord. He is Jehovah Shalom the Lord of hosts but he's also the Lord of peace. When confusion tries to cloud my life and overwhelm me he is Jehovah Shalom he is the peace that puts everything in perspective He what's out of order he puts it where it's a to be because he is Jehovah Shalom. Amen. He is Jehovah Sabbath, the Lord of hosts. He is Jehovah Makadashem, the Lord, the sanctifier. Amen. Every single day he separates me unto himself. Can I get a witness in this place? He's Jehovah Rai, the Lord is my shepherd. He is Jehovah Sekidnu, the Lord, our righteousness. And he is Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is there in every single place that I am. I am never absent without his presence. No matter what kind of road or valley or darkness I'm going through, he is there with me. This is who I know that a God that I serve. Amen. You know, there's 215 names in reference to God, amen. And I can go on and on and on, but I want to just let you know 
a couple of things about God. Amen. The Bible contains over 400 prophecies concerning the coming of Jesus Christ. I know that his word is accurate. Amen. 6,000 years ago was given to us about the promise that one will come. Amen. That redeemer, that sanctifier, the Lord of hosts, my salvation, my savior, the bright and morning star, the lily of the valley. Amen. That's who I'm talking about. Now we go into like from Malachi to Matthew, there's 400 years of silence because something is coming, amen. Something is coming and his name is Jesus. And in all this waiting, in all this waiting, uh, from Genesis, from the promise to the back, uh, to the book of Matthew, we have all this waiting. And in all this waiting, God has never failed. Can I get a, can I get an amen? You look like you're invested. I'm going to talk over here. Amen. I'm gonna keep, he's going he's gonna to help the preacher today. Amen. You're going to be my amen corner. You know, when you hear somebody preach, you got to help him. Amen. Say, so, well, we need to get this going good. Amen. What I'm trying to tell you is that in the process of time, and in, in, a, in a length of time, God has revealed himself in many ways. But in all those ways, God has never failed. Right. I thought my daughter was going to sing that song, God has, God has Never Failed Me. Yeah. Can, you, can you sing a little too? No, no, I'm all right. Well, I'm already sweating. Amen. And in Matthew and Luke, share the events surrounding the birth of Jesus Christ. And the Bible tells us how God moved through the birth of Jesus Christ in this world. And, and maybe it's not specifically the 25th, but we chose to celebrate his birth. Because in his birth is uh, our hope. How many know that we needed hope? Living in a time of desperateness and darkness, this world needed hope. I needed someone to come into my dark world and deliver me and set me free. And so that's what hope means to me. It means that I can be reconciled, uh, brought back together with God again. I was lost and bound. I had no hope of ever getting to heaven, but Jesus made that way possible. He was the reconciliation, amen. He was the one that in between man and God and brought me together, amen. He washed my sins away, cleansed me of all my sins. Now I am justified. I can stand before God as though I have never sinned, amen. I have hope, amen. It's like the pastor said, I, I once was a drug addict, but Jesus set me free. Amen. I was bound by chains that nothing could set me free or break. But it was the blood of Jesus because there is no sin that's indelible that God cannot remove. Amen. I remember I was having some lunch somewhere a couple of weeks ago in a, in a Mexican restaurant. I am Mexican. Amen. And I was having some menudo. How many know what menudo is? We, we, 
We call that the breakfast of champions. You might have biscuits and gravy, and others have a different choice, but I, I like menudo because it's good, amen? <laughs> Culturally, it's delicious as well. And, 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 and all, you know, I have this brand new shirt that I just purchased. And, and, and I like that shirt, and, but you know, that menudo was strong. As soon as it splashed, it hit my shirt, and I went home, and I just, like, you know, anytime I invest in something over $20, it's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, like Ross, has a, Ross has a sale, and I'm going to get that shirt, you know. And uh, uh, so I, I put some of that shouting out on the shirt. We're going to get this stain out, right? So I got hopes of getting this stain out. And I'll put it in the washer, and I'm waiting. I'm waiting for it to go through the cycle that it goes through, the rinse, it's done. I take it out in hopes of no longer seeing a stain. And to my surprise, that manudo was strong. <laughs> it was unmovable. It refused to come out. But I got something stronger, amen. I don't care how strong the sin is in your life. There's the power of the blood of Jesus that can wipe every sin clean. And the Bible tells us how God moved and it was hope. Luke chapter, 25, uh, chapter 2 verses 25 to 35, I'm going to read there. And it says, at the time, there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon. He was righteous. In other translations, it will say that he was just. In other words, he was fair and devout and was eagerly waiting for the Messiah to come and the rescue or the consolation of Israel. The Holy Spirit was on him. Can I just pause for a moment? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit was on him. I'll address that later, but I love the way the Bible says it. And he revealed to him that he would not die until he had seen the Lord Messiah. The day the Spirit led him to the temple, so when Mary and Joseph came to present the baby Jesus to the Lord and as the law required Simeon was there and he took the child in his arms and he praised God saying sovereign Lord now let your servant die in peace as you have promised because the Holy Spirit told him you will not die until you see Jesus stay with me as I have seen your salvation, I have gazed upon, amen, Emmanuel. I have waited all these years, and I finally laid my eyes on Jesus, which you have prepared for all the people. He is the light to reveal God and to the nations, and he is the glory of your people, Israel. And Jesus' parents were amazed at what was being said about him. Then Simeon blessed them. And he said to Mary, the baby's mother, this child is destined to cause many in Israel to fall and many others to rise. He has been sent as a sign from God 
but many will oppose him. And as a result, the deepest thoughts of Mary, of many hearts, will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your very soul. There he was revealing the true purpose of Christ and coming. And as Mary witnesses Jesus being crucified, it would pierce her soul as a mother. And what I would like to go over in the, verse, in the verses that we read, in verse 25, and it says, And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. And this man was just, devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. I've entitled this message, Waiting. Somebody say, Waiting. Waiting. Here's, here, here's one of the characters that surrounds the birth of Christ is this man named Simeon. There's not many books written about him, not much mentioned about him, but here is one of the characters that surrounds the birth of Christ. We have the shepherds, we have the wise men, and there's others, of course, involved surrounding the events of the birth of Christ. But here I want to focus on Simeon. And sometimes, just because we're only mentioned slightly, it doesn't mean we're insignificant. Amen. Simeon in the story plays an important part. And I want to tell you, amen, you might slightly be there and hardly ever noticed or mentioned, but I want to tell you the part in your life is valuable. You're not insignificant. You are important in the plan of God. Amen. I think, can you guys hear me? Okay, because I, I need that microphone, amen. If I, if I need to switch to a mic, let me know. Am I okay? You want me to get the mic? Am I all right? Okay. There's my manager over there. Amen. You, you, you know, the enemy, the devil, is always trying to rob you of your purpose. And he has tried to always crush you, distract you, detour you, get you away from God so you never realize who you are or your identity and what you can be in Christ. A new woman, a new man with hopes and possibilities and potential. Amen. A brand new life. He's a God of restoration. Amen. He's a God of hope. This is what the birth of Christ means to a generation that was lost, that didn't have access to God. He's come on the scene to turn everything thing around amen and no matter how small you think your part it it is important to turn someone say your part is important we we meet Simeon 40 days after the birth of Jesus 40 days according to Leviticus when a woman gives birth she has to wait till she has been uh, uh, deemed cleaned because during the process of giving birth, she's considered unclean for 40 days. And also, according to Exodus chapter, it says that when a baby is born, if it's male, he has to be brought and presented to the Lord to be dedicated unto God. Stay with me. And Mary and Joseph make their way to Jerusalem. And they may go so that they can go to the temple. And on their way... They dedicate Jesus at the temple, and they come across Simeon. 
And when you are involved, let me tell you something. When you are involved in God's will, nothing just happens by mistake. Say waiting. 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 We don't know much about Simeon, but the Bible gives us a description of his character. Uh, a, whole, a whole lot of people don't know me. Now, I'm kind of glad. Amen. They don't know the wretched young fool that I was. Amen. <laughs> the horrible person. Eh? The, the monster that was made new. That, you know, we tell the story. Amen. So that he can get the glory. Amen. Uh, you know, if I tell you where I came from, it is only tell you because of how he brought me out of. Amen. It's like coming out of Egypt. Amen. It's like all the shackles and chains and bondages in my life have been broken and I've been set free. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. Amen. But there's nobody like Jesus. There's nobody that can do me like Jesus. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Can we get up here and sing that song? Can't nobody do me like Jesus. Amen. I'm so glad about what he did in my life. I'm crazy about it. Amen. I was crazy in the world and I'm insane for God. Amen. No turning back. No turning back. We don't know much about Simeon. I don't know if he had a college degree. I don't know if he had money in the bank account. There's nothing but something described as Simeon that I long to be. The Bible says that he's righteous, he's fair, and he's just. It says that he's devout. He, he's committed to God in the waiting process. And that he is also has the Holy Spirit on him. What a, what a resume to have of God speak of you. Man, I sure hate to turn around and somebody, you know that, that guy named Albert? Says he's a preacher, but man, he's crooked. He ain't full of the Holy Spirit. My goodness, man. Lord, help me, Jesus. Live right, be right. Somebody say, help me, God. Help me to, help me to have this kind of character in my life. I want to be just. I want to be fair. Amen. I want to be committed to something that I believe in. And most of all, God, I want to be full of your Holy Spirit. Control me, God. You see, he's filled with the Holy Spirit. Say, Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, fill me. It's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You know what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit? Not only are you endured and he's poured into his power, but you allow him to control your life. To in, he's an influencer, amen. You know, you got all these influencers on TikTok and Instagram, but I think we just need to let the Holy Spirit be an influencer, amen. He's not only an influencer, but he's also a creator, amen. He's got all kinds of content, amen. Come on, somebody. Amen. You see, God will never lead you. The Holy Spirit revealed to him. The Holy Spirit showed him. Let me tell you something. God will never lead you in the wrong way, even in the waiting season. Now, a lot of us have seasons of waiting, and every waiting process is different. You're waiting, and you're waiting, you are going through something. You've experienced something in that season, but it's causing you to wait. 
And I, I don't know what kind of waiting it is, but sometimes waiting is a struggle. Sometimes waiting can be pain and hurt. It, it can cause us to be frustrated and confused. But we, we, we need to wait. Somebody say wait. Don't, don't get ahead of yourself. Wait. Even the Bible says wait on the Lord. Hold on. Wait on the Lord. Amen. And he shall what? Renew your strength. Amen. The Bible says wait. Wait. Wait on the Lord. Sometimes we don't like to wait. But as you wait in your season, God will never lead you the wrong way. But you, don't, you know what? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've experienced, but God says, wait. I'm about to burst open. I'm about to go crazy. I don't know what to do in this situation. Just wait. That he, and the Bible says that the Holy Spirit told him that he wouldn't die until he laid his eyes on the promised child that would be called the Christ. And until his counter with Mary and Joseph at the temple in Jerusalem, the Bible says Simon is waiting. I don't know how long Simon is waiting. Simon is waiting, or Simeon, Simeon is waiting to go home to be with the Lord. Amen. He's waiting, but I don't know what's happening in his life of waiting or what he's gone through. All I know is that Simeon is waiting. Somebody say waiting. What makes Simeon so relevant today is his waiting is real. How many of you have waited? I'm waiting, amen. Just, just like me, I waited for the perfect girl, amen. I don't know how long he's been waiting, but when you walk with God, you've got to learn to wait on God. In our, in, in, in our waiting, God will turn things around. I know you're suffering. I know you're going through something, but in our waiting, God will turn things around. In our waiting, God will work all things together for our good. Whether they're good or bad, he's going to work it out for our good. At some point in our waiting, we are going to be blessed. Amen. We're going to get through it. I don't know how we're going to manage. I don't know how I'm going to get to the other side. But in my time of waiting, I'm just going to get wait. Amen. In our waiting, God will take what was meant for evil and use it for good. You see, sometimes things happen to us, and it's the devil's objective is to destroy us and detour and discourage us. Amen. He wants to whittle our faith down to nothing, but God is going to take the very thing that he wanted to destroy your life, and he will turn it and use it for good. He'll turn it around, somebody say. And we wait on God to answer prayer. How many have ever prayed? How many have ever prayed a desperate prayer? I'm desperate, God. How many have ever cried out to God if you don't move now? You know, yeah, anybody ever, because waiting is a real thing that we experience in this life, and that's why his life is relevant, because we can identify with Simeon. He's waiting, and you're waiting. But sometimes our prayers are not answered. 
the way we want them to be answered. And sometimes our prayers are, keeps us at a place of waiting. And we wait on God to answer prayers. We wait on God to bring the prodigal children back. How many have prodigal children? I do. I do. My, my kids were raised in church. Now, I didn't make them go to church, but they went to church anyway. Uh, we going to church, then you're going with us, amen. <laughs> and then sometimes I had a bride, I'm, oh, when we go to church, I'll give you a happy meal, right? <laughs> so when we go, I get home, they said, Dad, where's that happy meal? I said, be happy you got a meal. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't do my kids wrong like that, Amen. I didn't shuck and jive. I was always good to them. Amen. But sometimes people that we love go astray from God. And we wonder because it's been such a long time. I don't know the last time I was with you, I shared about my sister. How she was a, a butch, lesbian for over 40 years. That's a long time to pray for somebody, right? I would go visit her and tell her about Jesus and she looked like my brother. Amen. <laughs> this is a brother I never had. One day she came, and they were there, and she laid her head on my shoulder, and she just broke down and cried. God broke the strongest sin that there ever was. Yes, yes. And you, know, you know what she called me oh, last week? She said, Albert, I, I'm a, I, I let my hair grow on because she used to shave it. She used to, you know, I mean, like, I'm telling you. And she last week said, um, you know, uh, I'm looking for a dress. I said, wow, wow, because she used to want to borrow my pan, you know what I'm saying? But it, you're waiting, it's not going to have a disappointment. As you wait, the answer will come. And while we wait on God, he will restore and reconcile our relationship. While we wait on God, he will open doors. And while we wait on God, he will make a way where there is no way. How many know what it is to wait? You see, what makes living by faith so frustrating, it demands that we wait on God. We don't like to wait. That's why we have fast food restaurants. That's why we have microwaves. Amen. We don't like to wait. Does anybody like to wait? If, if Pastor Art, you got a line going up. Nobody wants to wait in that line. Amen. And uh, we become so impatient in the generation that we don't want to wait. We even have urgent care because we don't want to wait. I want to. I want to. I want it now. We don't like to wait. We live in the immediate of right now. Technology makes everything faster, doesn't it? Yeah. You, you don't want to search for the answer in your word. You want to Google it. Yeah. Uh, you, you remember when the, uh, the Internet first, you had dial-up. Yeah. Anybody remember dial-up? Man, oh, wait on that. Just, whatever. It was a we don't like anything slow. We think that waiting is wasting. When we wait, we begin to wonder. When we wait, we begin to worry. 
When we wait, we have a tendency to think that something must be wrong. I think that was about 30 seconds. <laughs> you see, you thought I was lost in my notes. Amen. <laughs> you thought something was wrong. See, in our waiting, we think there's something wrong. We begin to wonder and worry. Um, we don't like anything slow. Waiting is hard for us. We, we live in a world that's conditioned us not to wait because we want it now. Turn to someone and say, I want it now. Now, let, let me, let, for, for, you, for you singles, how many are waiting for that man or woman for God to send you? Sometimes it takes a long time, don't it? I mean, I, I tell you the truth, I'm married, amen. I got married a long time ago. I'm glad I ain't got away. But, you know, I've had, uh, being a pastor, I've had experience in telling young men and young women to wait, 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 don't, no, just wait on God, pray. They don't want to listen to me. <laughs> so, they out, so they go out and get their old man and their old, because, you know, Brother Sofine works, walks in. He's got, he's got six-pack abs. He's looking good. Uh, GQ and, oh, my God, that's him. That's him. And God said, wait. Check him out first. See if he loves God. See if he's sold out, you know. And the same for the, for, for the, for, for, for the man. A sister so beautiful just walked in. She's got them luscious lips, all them curves, amen. She even smells good. Come on, somebody. You know, instead of worshiping the Lord, you're, you're looking over there and saying, Lord, let that be her. Amen. <laughs> I know I'm being comical. You know, I've seen so many people make a mistake of marrying the wrong person because they didn't wait. And as a result of not waiting, they winded up in trouble. And a lot of times I got to get with people, but I don't say, I told you so. I just let the Holy Spirit work with them and, and restore them and help them and pray and love them. Amen. Uh, we want it now. But yet we live with a God who demands that we wait. That's why Simeon is so critical to us because he teaches us some life lessons about learning how to wait on God. Here's why Simeon is waiting. Because the Holy Spirit has showed to him that he would not die until he sees Jesus. Simeon is waiting to see the fulfillment of what the Holy Spirit promised him. When God promised you something, wait. Wait for the promise to come to pass. He's waiting because he believes in God's word. Stay with me. Stand on God's word and hold on while you wait. Hold on to the promises of God. He will never leave me nor forsake me. Amen. 
All his promises are yes. Amen. He will give me the desires of my heart when I delight in him. Hold on to his word. Amen. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. When the enemy comes against me like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will set up a standard, a banner. Amen. Hold on to God's word as you wait. He's waiting because he believes what God told him. No matter what process your journey, believe. How can any good come out of what I've been through? I'm waiting, God. God's going to do what he said, what he spoke in his spirit. He's waiting because he believes. Pastor Art said we, we are people that believe. And sometimes you believe in God and what he spoke is going to be challenged. He's waiting because he believes. He's waiting because he believes what God said. That's an expression of your faith in God. I believe. I believe what God, God will do what he said. He believes because what? God cannot fail. Woo. God can't fail, young brother. God, can, can, I, can I get you to... to Interact with me. Would you repeat what I just said? God cannot fail. He won't fail you. The Bible says he's devout, which means he's praying and he knows the word. Let me see. You know what Simeon means, his name? It means that he's an intelligent hearer. He's intelligent enough to hear God's word and believe it. Come on, somebody. You're talking about we about to have some church up in here, huh? You, you know, I'm, I'm acting a little bit reserved. I'm usually crazy and yelling at everybody, amen, jumping up and down, but I don't want to scare anybody today. I, the Bible says that he's devout, which means he's committed to what God told him. He's, he's not going to let anything uh, Anything move him or budge him or convince him or persuade him other than what God said. He's committed to holding on to the word. God told me. God promised me. Come on. All he had is what the Holy Spirit told him while he waited and he held on. Somebody say, hold on. I got enough faith in God to take God at his word. Is there any Simeons in the house this morning? You want to hold on to God's word. I believe that God is able. Oh, oh man, Pastor, you got, a, you got a task, amen. I believe that God is able. You see, I've been through enough trials and testing and hardship and discouragement to understand and know that God is able. You see, while I wait, I believe that things are going to get better. While I wait, I believe he's going to make a way. While I wait, I believe I will be healed. Amen. While I wait, I believe that this shoe shall pass. And while I wait, God will give me the strength to endure. Amen. And while I wait, 
You see, people struggle with waiting, not because they don't have faith in God. They don't have that revelation. You see, if you turn the TV on and, or, or you check what the news weather cast for, for today, the forecast for today, the weatherman is going to say, you know what, tomorrow's going to rain. So tomorrow you take a raincoat and an umbrella. You took the weatherman at his word. You got an understanding. He revealed to you something that was going to happen in the future, and you took him at his word. You got a revelation. And so the next day, you're wearing a rain jacket or an umbrella because you believed what he said. It's going to rain. Right? You got a revelation. Take God at his word. That's the revelation. Simeon is waiting. In your waiting, don't let doubt creep in. Sometimes people want to step in and handle it themselves. Remember Sarah and Abraham? I don't know. I think Abraham, uh, Sarah was probably about 70 years old, 80. It, it was an impossible situation. There is no, there's no biological way that a woman that age can produce a child. But yet God told Abraham that he and Sarah were going to have a child. The Bible even said that Sarah laughed, huh? In her heart. Don't you know, God? The shop is closed, amen. The bakery is not baking anymore. The child production manufacturing company is over and shut down. It's impossible. Understand where I'm going with this. It's impossible. It's impossible. You know what a miracle is? It's the suspension of the natural law of nature. It says that gravity, gravity says this can't float. But then that the Bible says that he caused a piece of iron to float to the top. Amen. We serve a supernatural God of miracles. And anything that is impossible, God can do. Can I get a witness in this place? So now, wait a minute. Now, Sarah and Abraham are waiting. In their waiting, they're wondering. In their waiting, they're doubting. In their waiting, they're saying, something's wrong. His promise hasn't come to fulfillment. He, he, God's taking too long. So you know what Sarah said? I'm going to step in and help God. So she takes her man Hayden, Hagar, and says, Abraham, have at it. Um, and then she has a baby. And then that child grows up. I believe it's Ishmael. And Ishmael becomes the enemy, I believe, of Isaac. That's why we have problems in the Middle East as a result of handling ourselves. So what I'm trying to tell you, in your waiting, don't help God. Don't put your hand in it. Wait. Wait. The Holy Spirit is running in front of you right now and saying, wait. You won't make some trouble. You're going to suffer the consequences. You're going to back up and say, man, I should have listened to God when he told me to wait. Sometimes people want to step in and handle it themselves. 
You see, you've been waiting a long time for things to change, and they haven't gone in your favor. Prayers haven't been answered. You're waiting just like Simon was or Simeon for the consolation of Israel. You know what that means? Consolation is a word that means comfort because of the disappointment that they have experienced. They've gone from Babylon to being free to being under the Roman Empire rulership. And, and they're waiting for this comfort. They're waiting for this consolation they're, because they're discouraged. They're despondent. They don't know where to turn. And Simeon is waiting for the master, the savior, the Messiah, Jehovah, Yeshua, our salvation to come on the scene because he understands this is what we've been waiting for. Amen. Waiting tells you the clock is ticking. Seems like everything is against you. You come to church today on the verge of handling it by yourself. Lord, I've been waiting. Don't put your hand on it. Just wait. How many understand Spanish here? I don't. I just understand a few. Uh, you know what that means? Calm down. Wait. Slow your roll. Put the brakes on it. You know, while Simeon is waiting, God is working. Give God time to finish his work while you wait. Let, let me show you how God is working in this process. He told Simeon that he wouldn't die until he sees Christ. But before that, God has got to do a lot of things. Listen to me. Stay with me. Be before, before Joseph and Mary show up, God has done some things. I, I call this misunderstandings, mess-ups, and miracles. Mary gets pregnant, but she's a virgin. But there's a scandal of stories about Mary. Joseph gets caught up in something that he feels was wrong. He, by, his, by his knowledge, he says, that ain't my baby. We haven't even got married. We haven't consummated the marriage yet. But Mary is pregnant. You understand the, 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 the mess-ups, the mishaps, the misunderstanding? The process of, of, of while Simeon is waiting, something is going on. The angel appears to, to, to Joseph and he speaks to him and tells him and he convinces him tells him, Mary didn't mess around on you. She got, she got, she got the baby from the Holy Spirit. Elizabeth gets pregnant with baby John the Baptist. Another miracle was taking place in the waiting process. They made because Elizabeth couldn't get pregnant. But her husband, Zechariah, was a priest, amen. And then he doesn't believe when the angel says, your wife's going to have a baby. And the angel said, well, Zechariah, you ain't going to talk until the baby come. And Mary needs confirmation, and she goes to visit Elizabeth, and baby John jumps in his stomach and leaves, amen, because of Jesus and Mary. So there's that confirmation, amen. And Mary and Joseph must run to Egypt now. Amen. Joseph and Mary must come back to, 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 to Bethlehem because the law of taxation. And they come back to Bethlehem, but there's no room in the inn. Jesus is born in the manger. Hmm. 
All of this, there's so much more in this story and in the waiting. But you see, while all this waiting process, don't you see God working? He's got to do some other things. He's got to arrange this and make sure it's in its right time and in its preparation. So when it comes to you in your waiting, it'll be the right time. How many still with me? Forty days. A baby must be dedicated. And this is the fulfillment of prophecy. Say God is working on it while you're waiting. I know. God's working on it. And I'm almost closed. Closing. And by the time your prayers are answered, listen. I mean, they've been praying. There's something going on. Something that your prayers are, are accomplishing. You just don't see it while you're waiting. And while you're praying, someone is being delivered from a spirit of molestation. While you're waiting in your prayer, someone is being delivered from alcoholism. Someone is being delivered from insecurity. Somebody's being restored in a relationship. I believe God is working while you're waiting. Why did Simeon wait? The Bible says Mary and Joseph bring Jesus to the temple to be dedicated. And they meet Simeon in the temple. Don't lose me. Why do they meet Simeon in the temple? Because that's where he is. While he's been waiting. Stay with me. I'm going to take my jacket off. I am going to close. It's not going to be another hour. Amen. (laughs) See, I'm trying to get rid of everybody so there's more food for me. No, I'm just kidding. Now, stay with me. They meet Simeon in the temple. Why do they meet Simeon in the temple? Because that's where he is. While he's been waiting, he's still going to the temple. While he's waiting, he's still going to church. While he's waiting, he's still going to the house of God. It's been a long time in my waiting, but I'm still going to the house of the Lord. Amen. While I'm waiting and God is working, I'll keep worshiping in the house of God. While I'm waiting, amen, you don't know what I've been through, amen, but I'm still going to wait, amen, but I'm still going to worship in the house of the Lord, amen. In the waiting, I'll still worship him. In the waiting, I'll still give him thanks. Amen. In the waiting, I'll still pray and God call on his name. In the waiting, I'll still be faithful with God. In the waiting, I'll still get up and press through. In the waiting, I realize that he is still worthy. He deserves my praise. In the waiting. Do you understand the reason why he met up with Joseph and Mary, because God knew that's where Simeon would be, in the house of the Lord. When Simeon sees Jesus, it said, it's worth the wait. Ooh, it's, it's been long and hard, Pastor. It's been enduring. And I pressed through it. Sometimes it got dark, but... You know what? When I came out on the other side, it was worth it. I'm so glad I waited. He's the only one that can save your soul. I'm so glad I waited. In closing, Simeon says something that really leads to an invitation this morning. He says, Lord, 
Now that I've seen Christ, I'm ready to depart in peace. You see, don't depart. Don't leave. Don't give up. If you do, you won't rest. You'll struggle inside you and you'll have no, no, you'll have no peace. You see, all that time, Simeon waited. He said, now because I waited and I received the promise, God. See, how many want to receive the promise? Wait, it's coming. So tell somebody it's coming. Don't, don't depart. Don't depart. When I come back, if I come back, amen. I want to see all the, I want to see all the saints and soldiers in this place, Amen. I want, I want to see the sages. I want to see the new upcoming warriors, armor bearers, amen. I want to see all the worshipers. I want to see all the teachers because I know you're waiting. And you know what I'm waiting for most of all? That trumpet. Woo. I, I believe in the Bible when it says in a twinkling of an eye. We should all be caught up. We, we're going to be like taken out with such grace force that it's impossible to stop the hand of God. He'll snatch us up. He'll rapture us. He'll, he'll, he'll take us. I'm ready to go home. Come on. I'm ready. I know I got some business to take care of here. You got business to take care of right now. Don't give up. Don't depart. You see, and now I want to talk. Eternity with Jesus before you. Don't leave this place without Jesus. He's the only one that can save your soul. See, the knowledge of Jesus Christ, if you've never invited him into your heart, if you've never confessed your sins and surrendered your life to Jesus, you're not living in peace. You're not going to die in peace. You're not going to rest in peace. But the minute your eyes have seen the Lord, the minute you surrender to him, peace is your internal inheritance. Amen. So, if I can have a little music. Just a little bit while we wait. Amen. Just like these wonderful people have prepared a meal in honor of you. You've been patient. As you sit that table at that table and you enjoy the many foods that have been presented, you'll say in your mind it was worth the wait. But so is salvation. So is the coming of Christ. So is hearing the message about Jesus coming and dying on the cross for my sin. Me going to the cross and confessing that I'm a sinner and I repent, I turn away and receiving him as my Lord and Savior. It's worth the wait. Why don't we bow our heads in this place? You know, maybe someone in this place, you're not saved. You know, I was very young when I gave my life to Christ. I'm so glad that I surrendered. I'm so glad that I stopped running. I'm so glad I was in the church and I lifted up my hand and I was way in the back. And I seen Jesus with my eyes and realized that I was lost and that I needed him. Maybe somebody in this place. He said, I haven't surrendered. I haven't 
given my life to Jesus. If that's you, just slip up your hand and say, that's me. I want Jesus. Anybody in this place, just surrender. Surrender. I surrender all. I'm tired of running, God. I'm tired of running. I want, I want Jesus. You, you know, the thing is, you don't have to do anything. You just got to hand him your life, and he'll take care of the rest. Anybody in this place, just slip up your hand. God bless you. God bless you. Anybody else? I just want to pray for you. Hallelujah. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. All of heaven is rejoicing. You got loved ones in heaven. They're rejoicing. Because you know what? They know that one day you will be united with them as they wait for you to come home. They know that you have just made a connection with Christ. I will say this prayer. And I want the church just to pray with me. Say, dear Jesus, I know I'm a sinner. I confess my sins. I believe that you died on the cross. That you shed your blood for me. Right now, I believe that all my sins have been washed away. Thank you, Jesus. I know now my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. I give myself away. Church, why don't we stand? Oh, I, I talk about waiting. Give myself away. I, I don't know away. what your waiting season is like right now. I don't know what you've gone through or what you've been through or what your experience or the moment at, the, at this very moment. I don't, know, I don't know what kind of trial or hurt, but I know just wait. Don't give up just yet. Don't run out just yet. God's going to keep his promise. God's going to bring the healing, the restoration. God's going to answer the prayer. God's going to do whatever it takes to bring you. God will do what he has said he would do. So I, just, I, I know we got a, a little space up here, but if you, if, you, if God has talked to you today, just slip up your hand and say, God, I, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting just all over this place. Say, just lift up your I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. I'm going to pray for you. Amen. Father God, you I just pray right now over your children, Lord. They're waiting, God. They're waiting. They're waiting. God, and you will not disappoint your answer is coming, God. Your promise is being fulfilled. Your deliverance, God, is coming in the name of Jesus, Lord. Precious Lord, these, these are your children, God. Father God, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm waiting, God. I'm waiting on you. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere, God. I'm waiting on you. I'm waiting on you. Shetala Rabasito Korobosente. You are myself. I know that you are faithful. You are true to your promise, God. Waiting for my loved one to come. Waiting for that healing. I'm waiting for that report. Amen. I'm waiting for whatever that needs to take place in my life. And the good will come out of the things that I've experienced. I'm waiting, God. Because I know that you are true. And I will hold on to your word, God. I won't let go, God. In my waiting, I will hold on. Lord, I just pray for all of your people in this place right now. 
In the name of Jesus, God, you know every heart in this place. You are the master deliverer. You are the healer, Father God, of the hearts, of the mind, and in the soul, God. You're the one that sets us free for the things that try to bring us down. You are the lifter up in our lives. And I pray over their families and those that are connected to them in the name of Jesus, the prayers that have been going up, God. I pray over them, Lord. They are your children. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a clap offering. Amen. Hallelujah. He's a good God. He's a good God. Amen. If you enjoyed this and other podcasts from the Connection Community Foursquare Church, be sure to listen in again and subscribe. That way you'll be notified every time a podcast is uploaded. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, God bless.